All right. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of We Miss Sports. Good afternoon, Samuel. Yo. It's the end of uh, another week. We never feel like we never do these on Sundays. We should start doing them on Sundays. I feel like that's a good day. You know, wrap up the, the week, the, the weekend of sporting if, events. If, yeah, I feel like as the cadence is, is starting to... Um What's the word? We have a we have a nice gap. Yeah, we yeah. have a nice established gap. I don't think Sundays are the worst. Um, yeah. Maybe not this time on Sundays, but it's not nothing wrong with this time. Right, right, right. But you know, maybe we we get it bright and early. I know, and it's still light outside, Which, so it's yeah, nice. Yeah. Uh, and I'm wearing shorts for the first time on air. I hope they don't come out uh, pasty white on camera. Probably will, yeah. to be honest. But um, self conscious. Um, yeah. But anyways, we got a lot to talk about. Good week of sports. Um, Miami Grand Prix just wrapped up. Yep. That was pretty cool. Overall, good good sporting event, I'd say. A um, little bit of NFL news with the schedule coming out, the NFL draft happening somewhat recently. Um, Kentucky Derby, a little baseball news. The Red Sox stink. Um, what else? A little NBA, obviously, getting the second round of the playoffs. Also negotiating their media rights, which is pretty cool. Um and then a little bit of NCAA news, a little bit of just random bits, as we always do. But how about we start um, with Miami? Because that just that just wrapped up a couple hours yeah, ago. Yeah, so Verstappen just took the dub. Um, spoiler alert, probably should have said that first. But, I mean, who watch, did people watch those things on rerun? It was, like, during the middle of the day. So I, think actually one of my room, I think one of my roommates is actually planning to watch that on, <laughs> on really? replay. I mean, it, he, it, he missed it, it. It makes sense when it's in, like, another country. But, you know. Same you know, time zone, so no excuses. The one thing I noticed about uh, the race, actually, um, they weren't really doing much for Mother's Day. I feel like every other sport, you know, they, oh, they like wear the pink, something? like baseball, they do the pink bats. I feel like they draw attention to it, but maybe because F1... Well, you know, Mother's Day is only a United... That's what I was going to yeah. say. It's probably because there was a misalignment there. Yeah, because none of them would be celebrating it technically, right? None of the racers are celebrating Mother's Day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess I have my answer there. Yeah, yeah. So um, there you go. But tell me about the... Um, the pre-show. It seemed like everybody who was anybody was there in Miami today. Yeah, dude. So three hundred thousand fans, I think, or something the, like that. So they every night, every weekend, they do F one does like a pre-race show where they have this like guy Martin Brundle, who I guess used to drive, oh, okay. but he just like parades through the starting grid. It's like a madhouse mm-hmm. of people trying to get the car set up. So normally there's like some celebrities, yeah. but this one, dude. It was like they let everybody down there. But regular fans aren't, aren't allowed, obviously. Well, I think anybody can like maybe get a VIP pass oh, okay, to go yeah, down yeah, there, yeah, but yeah. I assume... That's why the, the prices are jacked up when you try to buy them online. It probably well, includes the pre- I mean, pre-show. So this poor guy, Martin Brunel, before the, the race, he's trying to like interview people, and he's just like passing all these celebrities more than ever seen. So I just like listed off everyone I saw. And keep in mind, he's... British or Australian, and he just did, didn't know any of these people. <laughs> um, so I saw, so anybody who was anybody was, was there, I guess. I've never seen this many celebrities at MJ? a sporting event. This seemed, it seemed like there were more celebrities at this than there are like typically at the Super Bowl. Yeah, or at least more visible. Yeah, yeah. but I saw Brady, Jordan, Beckham, the Williams sisters, D. Wade, Pharrell, DJ Khaled, Bubba Watson, Paolo Banquero. That was one the of the Duke guys? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's how you know. He that, got he got interviewed. That's how you know they're funneling money into those well, programs dude, over there. Martin, how do you get in there? He goes up to this tall guy, and I'm like, "Is that Paolo Boncaro?" And he's like, "He's like, what do you do?" He's like, "Oh, I, I play basketball." And what's, he's like, "What's your name?" But I'm like, Paolo. He's like, "Paolo, I play for I played for Duke." And I was like, "Why are they interviewing a college basketball player?" Dude, um, Beckham was there. Beckham too. was there, uh, and then Michelle Obama. Oh shit! Um, those are just the people I saw. Yeah, I mean, probably on the TV. Probably a who's who? I'm of, sure there was an abundant yeah, more. Yeah. 
But um, yeah, overall, pretty damn cool event, if if you ask me. Yeah, and I, I think um, it, you know Miami's been on the up and ups over the past few years, just as a city. Um, F1 obviously has been on the rise over the past few years too. So it's kind of like a match made in heaven right there. Them culminating in one event. Yeah, the way dude. They did. Um, and one thing too, I saw this um, in in prep for for this episode, but obviously F1's gotten wildly popular because of the F1. Uh, Netflix series Drive to Survive, which uh, which by the way got renewed for two more seasons. Um, ticket prices for F1 have nearly six x eight x in the past three years. So in 2019, the average ticket across all races was 165 dollars, and then in 2021, last year because you skip a year for COVID, it was 359, and then 2022 it is 864, just to get in the door for for general admission. Jeez. Um. I almost wish we were watching back then. I know. It, would have been, it would have probably would have been so accessible. Well, I mean, we wouldn't really have that much of an opportunity. I guess it could have always went to Montreal. But, I mean, it, it makes sense. They're capitalizing when they can. Um, I mean, people are going to pay it, clearly. You know? People do pay it. I mean, it's, it's, I guess it's a, lu- it's a luxury event. Um, but speaking of, of purchasing power, so staying on F1, um, it's been in the news a lot that Porsche and Audi are attempting to enter F1 as a team, and they can either like because they see the leagues growing in. Well, they they see the money, Um, and they could just like become the eleventh team on the grid because in their agreement you can go up to thirteen. But they are trying to buy McLaren's team Mm. for five hundred and fifty-six million. And keep in mind, Red Bull bought the team from Jaguar for one dollar. I mean, what do you think is going to happen? I think they might have. Uh, I think that might have stalled. Oh, oh but talks, uh, talks are stalled. They yeah. threw the offer out there. At least they could Cause, do because they can't even come in until twenty twenty six when there's a new engine. Oh, so whatever that means. Yeah, but yeah, that's all I got for for the Miami Grand Prix. It looked sweltering hot when Max Verstappen got out of his car. He it was looked, like dripping wet. It was definitely hot, but it was cloudy at the same time. It was nice overcast. It, it almost rained. Bit. Yeah. I think. Um. But yeah, where where to next? Should we stay on racing and, and yeah? Briefly? Why don't we go to the Derby? Huh? Let's briefly so, talk so about the, the Kentucky, Kentucky Derby. Derby um, was the other day. Uh, brought fans back in full capacity for the first time since 2019, I believe. Not even sure what full capacity at the Kentucky Derby is, but surely it did, it did, a lot it of packed. people. Yeah, it was a whole bunch of people. Um, so yeah, most exciting two minutes in sports, they say, uh, and the underdog took it. One of many underdogs, but clearly a long shot in this case. Oh, the, the biggest underdog, actually. Yeah, yeah. So this was um, Rich Strike was the name of the horse. Uh, ended up, I think the final odds were 80-1. and one. I want to say earlier in the day it was like 99-1. and one. I could have been wrong, but I think the as money went towards it, obviously the odds um, improved or whatever. But um, Sonny Leone, our boy. Uh, was riding, took the dub. So, so taking home a $1.86 million purse, uh, Sonny gets to take home 10% of that. Good for Sonny. Yep, he's ridden over 5,000 times in his career. Wow. I think that, I want to say that's his first derby win. Wow, good yep. for Sonny. Yep. You know what they say, if you don't win in your first 4,999, keep pushing. Yep, yep, yep. That's a lot of times going around that oval. Yeah, yeah, short guy. Right, they yeah. all are. Um, but I guess on top of that, too, um, the horse originally was, like, I guess, acquired for thirty grand. So, bargain and a half. That's great ROI. Yeah. 
Um, dude, it was a hell of a comeback. I watched the, the replay of the race came from like halfway through because they, they run a lot of races. Mm-hmm. I mean, they run a lot of horses in the Derby. Yeah. It's like 28 horses. You, you, this is going to be a quick aside. It's a tangent nonetheless. But um, obviously there's scientists who study the brain um, and surely a healthy amount of money that goes towards research in that field. Um, I'm assuming one day people have a very clear understanding of the brain. And not only people brains, but, you know, animal brains as well. I would love to know what is going through that horse's head when they are racing. Yeah. I would just love to know. Well, they say um, that horses have, I think it's the brain of a one-year-old human. Which, I, I, those comparisons... Like, I know, that they say, they say dog is like two-year-old, cat is like four. Those comparisons are silly. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, it must be... Do you think they, like, know when they've won? I mean, I think... I mean, they clearly... Yeah, they're they, probably aware that they're getting celebrated. Well, I'm sure they're aware they're the first one that's ahead of the other ones. Right, right, right. right at right, the very right. least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, no, that's interesting. Yeah. I, it'd be great to, like, go inside the, like... If only animals could talk, right? <laughs> you, you know, I, I think you were going to say, if only you get inside the brain of an animal. You know what sort of animal I wouldn't want to be in their head? Prey. Oh, that'd be terrible. You know, people like forget. Ants. Yeah, we're uh, in many ways kind of an apex predator, uh, kind of on this planet. Um, but imagine being hunted. You know, that must be no life to live. No, constantly. That'd be terrifying. Too. You said ants. Yeah, imagine <laughs> being ants. <laughs> Who eats? Oh, I guess birds and I mean, other insects. Constantly in sure. fear of getting stepped on. <sighs> See, I almost don't think they're smart enough. Well, to, that yeah, you know. But right. I don't know. So we we got to get in their head. Also. Do ants have brains? Clearly, they have some equivalent, but it's probably not a squishy it's thing. Very that we're, small, yeah. yeah. They just have uh, This is why we have to do research on these pods. Right, right. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when we go on tangents. Right. But anyways, um, the, we were talking derby. Derby. Yeah, you know, I was watching a little bit of the coverage. All they do during those things, because the races are, <laughs> to your point, two minutes long, yeah. and they just have so much downtime. They just like interview people in fancy hats. It's literally oh, all like they the, do. like the best dressed people. Yeah, it's yeah. literally all they do. I mean, and they ask like the inspiration for their outfit and stuff. That's kind of a nice way to kill time, though. You know, I, I, like what else would you substitute that with? I mean, dude, um, talking to the jockeys. Well, I mean, Br- Tom Brady was also at the Derby, so he had one hell of a weekend. Yeah, and he's coming back to play another season. By I mean, the way. dude, and not to go to the NFL, his jersey is once again topping sales, sales charts. We got to get a Brady jersey. I don't have one. I don't have one either. I feel like I should get one. I don't really have any jerseys. I, have a Le- I bought a LeBron Lakers jersey I remember that sits that. in my closet. Yep. I don't wear it often, but I'm, I'm happy I own it. Yeah. People must think I'm the biggest stan. I have one uh, small kid's Paul Pierce jersey from like 2008. That's it. They should do exchanges for people our age. If I'm the Celtics, you know, because I, I saw they were doing one for, um, uh, who was it? Some team was doing some sort of jersey exchange where if you came in. I think in, it was the Timberwolves. Or it, yeah, it might have it might have been something like that. If yeah. you bring in some old jersey, they'll give you a new one. Or the Warriors, whoever it was. But for older fans, older Celtics fans like us, older ish, but people who were young last time they were good, we should get some new swag for being old supporters. Yeah. And again, I feel like the Celtics front office is probably thinking like, um, and no fault to them, but loyalty is kind of a given. In many ways, like they don't. How much do they really need to peruse us? Yeah, they don't. They don't need it. We'll be. We'll be there either way. Yeah, right. Um, But actually, not to keep going down the the Jersey tangent. um, But one nine out of the top ten 
had top nine out of the top ten with popular NFL jerseys, quarterbacks, shocker. Tenth was George Kittle. Good for him. Sticking oh, his nose in there. Wow. Um, oh, like in order from one yeah, to Yeah, most ten. top yeah, selling. Yeah. And then second, they did $2.25 billion in licensed jersey sales. 2.5? Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of money. That is a lot, yeah. Licensed jersey sales, too. That means that's... Um, is that from directly from the NFL store? I mean, I'm sure there's like licensed retailers, so I guess it could be any. Yeah, I don't know if that counts as like fanatics yeah. and all that either. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they definitely sell licensed. Gear. NFL made 2.5 billion from jerseys. That's Which, how we we'll put it. I mean, like you said, we don't necessarily go and buy jerseys, but clearly people do, right? I mean, at the very least, you have their immediate family, I guess. But are they even buying it? <laughs> like the players' immediate family. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a curious thing because I'm trying to envision like, is there somebody in this country who just has like 15 jerseys? I think people collect a lot of jerseys. I think you. I think there's a, probably a lot of people in Boston who will probably have like a Bruins, Celtics, Pats, and Red Sox jersey, and probably like multiple, multiple of at yeah. least one of them. Yeah, I guess when you put it like that, it's actually not that hard to uh, start racking them up. I mean, even if you're, them. let's say you're like 40 years old, right? You safe to say you've been through at least like three to four different periods of a team's life cycle, and you've yeah. probably had a favorite player on each one of those teams. Yeah, it's true. Um, I mean, I got to go get. Uh, we'll, we'll come back to. How about towards the end we come back to the jerseys, and for all the different periods of your favorite teams, you can pick two jerseys. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's a good yeah. little segment. We'll yeah. just tack on the end. Um, but all right, so Derby was cool. A lot of people in their in their garb. Um, but, 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 but. Okay, and well, we, well, I guess we talked about it in the no fact. shout out for the second place horse. Was it uh, a man? I don't remember who it was. That's why they're the second place horse. But he would, uh, he got robbed. Really, the, it was quite the finish. Um, if you're not first, you're last. But quickly on the NFL because we we're talking about NFL jerseys. So Joe. Jahan Dotson, the newest wide receiver for the Washington Commanders, formerly the football team. That was such a better name. I know, it really was. But he went up to Ron Rivera, and he was like, look, I will skip my college graduation because I don't want to miss our first practice. And Ron Rivera smiled back and said, go to, go to your graduation, kid. Wow, that's wholesome yeah. right there. Yep. I mean, surely he can still go to the facility later. And work out with people, or even I'm sure the NFL team can bring people to go work out with him. Yep. Um, so I'm, I'm sure he'll still get a good workout that day. Uh, but but go to your graduation, young fella. You know it's a hell of a moment. He's just he's he's trying to he's trying to make an impact. He's trying to brown nose is what he's trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he knew that story would come out, and we would talk about it. Um, that was all. That was the, my only thing on the NFL. Well, it's fine. Irrelevant league. No, I'm kidding. Um, actually, speaking of NFL, kind of, um, this is more about Larry Fitzgerald, but him, Chris Paul, and Calvin Beecham um, are actually coming together to invest in um, the world's most popular cricket league. So the trio are now minority, minority owners of the, uh, pardon me here, the Rajasthan Royals, a franchise that's worth over a billion. Wow. Yeah. How much? Whoa. I mean, you know how many people live in India? Dude, I mean, cricket's massive. Cricket is gigantic. What, what was that segment we did a couple weeks ago? Oh, we tried uh, pronouncing a, a word or an article. Yeah, like well, what it, seeing what it meant. Yeah, why don't we keep the tradition going? So, in cricket news, did you say they are minority or majority owners? Minority. I'm oh, sure okay. they own a couple of percentage points, but um, Goat, Ecclestone, Wyatt, 
at the forefront of England's stunning turnaround. That's from 38 days ago. So there's nothing new and bad on you, ESPN. Oh wait, no. Well, that's the this must be the oh that's the that's the women's World Cup that ended. Okay. Um, Conway reveals Donnie's helping hand and success against spinners. That makes sense to me. Um, I could maybe get behind it. But yeah. I say that, but... Well, it, it's funny because we, we bring up cricket. We were talking about this off camera, but um, and this kind of ties into, the, into F1, which we forgot to talk about. But Europeans, they don't know how to throw a ball. Because hmm. F1, they sent Max Verstappen to the Marlins game. They sent Charles Leclerc to the oh, Marlins game. Oh, did he throw game. out the first pitch? Yeah. And they sent a couple of them to the Dolphins to throw some footballs around. These guys do not know how to throw balls. <laughs> And it's, like, validated. My buddy Zach, he spent a year in, in Spain. He was like, yeah, none of these people, none of these grown adults know how to throw a ball because it's all like their sports. It's a movement they don't do. It's a movement they don't do. And in America, we do it since we're two years old. Although I will give them credit for probably how skilled they are with their feet. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a, that's <laughs> we, a skill we do not have. Yeah, can't ignore. So every now and then I'll take the soccer ball and I'll, you know, you, you do the thing where you juggle. Of, yeah, you kind of put one foot over the ball, you know? Yep, a, little, a nice little roll. Yeah, I'd like to be able to do that consistently over long periods. Fun fact, um, our good pal Chad, he says when he's bored at work, he'll just uh, take a soccer ball and juggle. He said he got up to 60. Oh, like... That's a lot. Like tossing it back yeah. and forth? Oh, that is pretty 60, good. 60, that's a lot, yeah. dude. Yeah. But, all right, so should we go back to cricket really quick, though? Um, who did you say that was? Chris Paul, Larry Fitzgerald, and Kelvin Beecham. Interesting. Yeah. Diversifying their portfolio. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure uh, eventually, I mean, it's already gigantic, but it can only get bigger, right? I mean, this dude, Chris Paul, is loaded. I mean, he's making what, like 50 million, 40 he has million a this lot year? Of money. Yeah. He'd be silly not to invest in things like yeah. cricket, you know? <laughs> exactly. Because that's, isn't that the, the investing principle right there is like you almost kind of should be taking these asymmetrical bets um like safe i mean it's kind of obvious conjecture but safe bets don't. i feel like a franchise is definitely considered uh, a safe investment it, like it's not going to go down in value right something right. like cricket right yeah. right uh-huh. I want to know what sort of top secret stuff those guys are investing in. Like some, like somebody's approach, some companies in stealth mode approach, and I'm like, look. Yeah, how, how do you get a hold of those guys? That's a million dollar question. Clearly, we don't know how, but yeah. I'm sure um, there's back channels. Yeah. Once you have a certain net worth, the agents, you know, they know all the other they agents. They source it. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of spending a lot of money. Um, I sent this to you last week, and we were bashing the A's stadium on our last episode, saying that they had a cat infestation. Kitten colony. Yeah, a colony. But now the A's just uh, put out their most. The A's just put out their most recent plan for their new stadium, and it's going to be twelve billion dollars. Whoa! It, it's going to host. Was this was was this known? This announcement was going to come. Well, I don't think it's like final, but oh. there's like a formal proposal. Well, now. I think what it is is we. Uh, up the temperature oh, yeah. a little bit. We, we, we forced their hand. The ball was in their court. People started hearing about the kittens. Right. <laughs> and, and, they, and they had to make some moves. But So it's going to be a $12 billion stadium, oceanfront. Uh, not even sure if it's oh, really still in Oakland. Oh, is that the one you Oakland. sent me? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like 3,000 units? Yeah, so it's going to host 35,000 fans, which is kind of small for a baseball stadium. I'll say that. 400-room hotel. It's like going to be a campus. Yeah. 3,000 housing units. And then this part's vague. Four hundred fifty million dollars in community benefits, whatever that means. It's it's probably like AWS credits, uh, twelve <laughs> months of some like antivirus. 
<laughs> um, uh, people like cutting your lawn or whatever. But that's pretty cool. Meanwhile, so they want twelve million dollars to build a stadium, yet they are only putting thirty-three million dollars into their on-field performance. Something doesn't add up there. It smells like greed. You know, if anything, you could make the case that because they've been so frugal with their on-field operations, they should have a stockpile of money for this exact I mean, it, purpose. I, I, I don't know. that I haven't looked at the fine print, but I, I would almost guarantee that the owner's not paying a, a, a single dime of this 12 bill. You know, at least Oakland can say... It, it's going to be located in Oakland. Right? I don't know. Okay. Maybe well, you want to do a quick Google? Yeah. I guess wherever it's going to be located, though, at least they can say there'll be a, a pretty building. Because I know there are rumors they were trying to actually like leave Oakland. But that could be wrong. Also, I, it seems like this will no longer be half a football stadium because it was always fun when they would host a football game Oakland there. Oakland Ballpark, um, the Howard Terminal Ballpark, proposed to be built in the Jack London Square neighborhood in Oakland. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yep. Um, so it would replace Oakland Coliseum, like you said, 34,000 seats, even smaller. Um, but yeah, they their current lease ends in 24, so they want to have the stadium built and operational for them, which is relatively That's soon. That's pretty soon. they got to break ground. You know... Tangent time? Go for it. Why does it take so long to put up buildings? I was going to say, I feel like time to put up buildings is, is going way down. I feel I, like they throw what, these what, things up so quick. No, it very, it very well could be because, I mean, you, you see in uh, China, for example, they'll put up a hospital in four days. That might be a slight exaggeration, that, that but was they like certainly the, are quick. That was like <laughs> the running joke at the beginning of COVID. Like they've got pop-up hospitals. And I think, well, I think they did. But, um, well, you know, I think they have plenty of time to get that done is all I'll say. Um, yeah, they'll sort it out. Yeah. All right, where to next? Um, staying on baseball, um, the Red Sox are terrible, and they just spent $160 million to bring in Trevor Story, and he's getting booed. He's getting booed out there? It's tough to be, um, well, because he struck out Shohei Otani, struck him out like four Bottom times. Bottom of the American East. It's not looking good for them, and the Yankees are dominating, but back to Trevor Story, it's hard being the new guy on a losing team. Well, um, you know who is a winner, though, is people like me who will go watch the Sox for a discount. That's true. Yeah. That's true. They actually, they're trying to, they did a fun little tacos and tequila day oh. yesterday. Like they serve tacos? It was like a special ticket you could buy or you could, yeah, just buy tacos and get drink margaritas. Was it supposed to be for Cinco de Mayo? You would think it would, but it was actually two days later. A battle of Pueblas, I believe. A Mexican victory over the French. Right, right, yeah. right. Bigger here. Than in Mexico. I understand that people in Mexico do not even celebrate no. Cinco de Mayo. No, not in the same way we do. You know why? I think the alcohol companies needed something to, to market. rally around. <laughs> yeah, Get people drinking tequila. I mean, that's like Mother's Day. Uh, DoorDash sent me a discount. I like, get 30% off for it's Mother's Day. It's like, why would I do that? Uber sent me a $10 off code to buy booze on Cinco de Mayo. They're just uh, whoring around with these holidays. <laughs> um, Forget what they're all about at the end of the day. I don't think we said it, but happy Mother's Day to all the, all the moms yeah, out there. Yeah, we should have um, started with that, but I, I mean, I guess people will be listening another well, time. Well, staying on tequila, LeBron versus MJ, the next... Oh, the next, uh, we were supposed to talk about that last pot, I the think, The next no? detail in the, in the story. Can you, do you have the picture of that? I don't have the picture, but it was... So, it's, so LeBron's... LeBron and MJ both have tequilas. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna and they got the nominated well. as the top two oh, I got per uh, some list. So and it's called, so LeBron's is Lobos 1707. Yep. And MJ's is Cincoro. 
They, the bottles look cool. I guess, uh, or finish your thought. We'll do some ratings. I mean, I can't say I've had either one. You're right. But let me see the bottles. I mean, MJ's bottle looks way better. Whoa. Than LeBron's. I, I might be team Bron- on LeBron's. I might be team Braun on the bottle. Then I it, don't then know. It, LeBron's bottle, that doesn't look like tequila. Well, that looks like... Um, like, a, or like a Tropicana. Yeah, it just, orange juice. I feel like that you never see alcohol bottles shaped like that. No, um, it, but it, maybe it's supposed to be built like him, you know, a little broader. On, I on guess, the top. yeah. And what I will say is MJ wins on the cap. The cap is cool. Yeah, and you can't be doing the the cork. The cork yeah. on, on tequila? Yeah. But you, so for one, um, did you already say this? I didn't even know there was awards for these sort of things, but it makes sense. There's rewards for, ev- you gotta, rewards you gotta, for everything. I was going to say, you got to play for something. Um, we'll have to do a taste test. Everybody knows we're uh, we're loaded over here. I don't know. I wonder how Lobos tequila how much it goes for. Um, oh, fifty bucks a bottle. I mean, for what a seven fifty or? I mean, oh, fifty bucks a bottle. It's still yeah, seven fifty, fifty bucks. All right, check uh, check Sincoro. More expensive for sure. MJ's MJ's <laughs> killing you. Yeah, one twenty five. Whoa, the audacity. Yep. Yeah, you know that's classic LeBron. He's he's uh, he's trying to make it affordable for for the good people. Yep, it's like uh, LeBron's making the starberries of tequila. I will apparently. say, I didn't even know either of them had a had a tequila. Well, because uh, my best that's been pretty under wraps. My best guess is neither of them. Um, well, actually, why guess when you could just look this up? I'm curious how much he's actually involved. I mean, dude, does LeBron? Look, oh, Genie Le- Bus is involved in Sincaro too. See if check if uh, and the Rock. Whoa! Oh wait, no, I lied. Check if check if LeBron has any custom wine because I feel like that'd be far more fitting. Hmm. Like I feel like LeBron's never been outwardly a tequila guy, but but he's a winner, and when you know there's a competition, you have to uh, compete. So he drinks wine every day, apparently, but it doesn't really say if he has his own night. Or his own wine. But Maybe that'll be next. But there's a sports casting article from December t- of 2020 that says LeBron James gets very emotional when wine drunk, <laughs> according to a source, or All according right. to a former teammate. Well, without, without knowing anything about these two tequila brands, who do you think comes out on top in the end? <sighs> I think LeBron's probably the underdog here, given the price difference, right? And I'm sure they're being rated on this number of scales. Uh, the pureness but I, of the agave. But I think MJ's probably going to come on top. Just That was my guess yeah. as well. That, that feels like something he would win at. Yeah. You, the, the bottle top looks nice for the prices, obviously. You know, that, you gotta be, you, that must be such a fun thing to do. Like, yeah, I'll just, let's make a drink. Like, make it, let's make a tequila brand. Well, there's the, um, I don't, I know these guys kind of loosely, but there's, I believe, some UMass people who have a drink, like uh, Casa, Casa Brava. I don't know if you've seen the bottle. Really? Yeah. It's like a... Those are UMass people? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and they're everywhere. Oh, oh cool. Kinda, yeah. They're sitting courtside the other day at the Seas game. No way. It's the type of business to be in. Oh, no, no shit. Yeah. Uh, when we get ours. Well, the thing is, there's there's only so many sorts of drinks to be made. And I'm assuming the strategy in each one is so different. Well, know? one of this guy I know, he's coming out with a custom gin. <laughs> a seaweed-infused gin. Oh, yeah, you he's, mentioned that. He's still trying to come up with the name. Well, that's the way to do but it. he had an agency design the bottle. Oh, man. Sounds like good fun. Yeah. But, all right. Back to, um, well, I guess we'll stay on the NBA briefly. But before we get to the playoffs, which you've kind of been putting off, normally we talk about that yeah. right away. But so the NBA media rights 
are coming up. So that deal expires in 24-25. And given the recent success of this year's playoffs, the NBA is going to have quite the high asking price. So just for context, this is the most watched playoffs since 2014 with 3.34 million average viewers per game. And even like all the external coverage is like blowing up. Like NBA Today on ESPN has seen a 33% spike this year. So ESPN is back. Um, and therefore, the NBA is seeking $75 billion, which is obviously combined between like ESPN, TNT, all those things. Important to keep in mind, their current deal is 24 The current deal is $24 billion, which expires in 2024, 2025. And just for reference, the NFL renegotiated their rights last year for $110 billion. You know what I think um, as an aside to that? But LeBron's obviously not in the playoffs. KD is out of the playoffs. Like, a lot of stars are out in many ways. Clearly, the league or the fans of the league are responding by saying we don't really care. We just want to see good basketball, competitive teams. Like, it's not like any of the teams remaining don't have notable players or anything like that. But I, I guess what I'm trying to say is I think the LeBron effect could be dead. Well, dude, I was, I was actually thinking that to myself last night when I because I watched the C's game obviously then I turned on the Grizzlies game and I was like you know the NBA is in in pretty damn good hands great hands great like there's a lot of fun players and teams out there it's gonna be a contested decade in terms of uh who's winning back and forth like dude imagine an NBA finals where you have like Tatum and Jaw going at it or Tatum and Booker going at it um yeah well I mean I mean even even Giannis is so young although any of the ways you split it it's gonna be either Giannis like Tatum, Embiid, Embiid, or like Jimmy and them out of the East. And then you got um, Luca, Booker, Ja, uh, Ja, and like Steph. So it's, you still have, you know. Yeah, and you get like young guy like Jordan Poole. Yeah. He's yeah. on that squad. Yep. Um, but yeah, 110 billion. I mean, 75 billion. If I'm, I were a betting man, I'd say they're probably going to get it. Yeah, I would say they're probably going to get it. And I'm curious what the effects on the cap is going to be. Because like you said, the That's NFL. Viewing rights is over a hundred billion, but I don't think they negotiate the money in the same way that the NBA does. And so I would assume that if the TV rights are going up by three times, these players are about to be getting paid. That supermax about to be upwards of three hundred mil. Honestly, yeah. Pro- I mean, LeBron's probably going to keep playing <laughs> as he should. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not retiring. I'm not um, but all right, should we talk a little bit about? Um, about uh, the NBA playoffs really quick. Yeah. Let's okay. give it a rundown. So Bucks celtics Bucks took the lead yesterday 2-1. Celtics had no business winning that game, crawled back, and broke my heart. Yeah, they, they made it tough for us, but it's nice to see they still have that heart, you know. I'm like, optimistic. I think they'll come out with tomorrow. some grit tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Bucks probably gave us one of their better games, Yep, I'd say, and then we played like shit. Yeah, I mean, I, I think nobody went into this one thinking it was going to be a, a 4-0 sweep. Um like against a certain team, but uh, I think we got it tomorrow. I'm and still I, thinking Bucks and six. I mean Celtics and six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think we got it. I think we got it in six. Um, Smart, I believe, is healthy. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. You uh, win. You win tomorrow night. Go home. Win whatever day it is. Yep. Game five. You win, in and then Milwaukee. you win in Milwaukee. Yep. yep. Signed. And then Heat Sixers. Did did the Sixers tie it up? Yeah, I think Embiid um, went off. Kind of, you know, Embiid's pretty good at basketball, huh? I think he's he's fed up with Jim, Jim Harden over there. Um, 
Danny Green went off the other night, too. But, yeah, so the Sixers won by 20. Um, and B dropped to a tie cool it up two, or was that no? It just to to make it two one. Um, oh, they're probably playing today, aren't they? No, actually, I don't think so. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah, they're playing in a little bit. Classic. Um, but yeah, so it was twenty point game. Uh, for the Sixers, Embiid made his mask to come back. Jimmy went off, dropped thirty three. Um. Jimmy Butler's kind of a dog, man. Especially when it's playoff time. I mean, it's easy to write him off non-playoff time. He's but fun. He's fun. He is I fun. I wish he was a Celtic. Yeah. You know who I wish was a Celtic? Drew Holiday. Oh, man. He'd be a great Celtic, right. let me tell you. Yeah. Um, but then out west, you said the Mavs just tied it up 2-2. Two, two. Yeah, Matt. So Chris Paul was um, fouled out with like nine minutes left in the fourth or something like that, or ten minutes left in the fourth um, when it was – relatively a close game. The Mavericks were up, but it was, like, close enough. And then after that, they fell apart. Dorian Finney-Smith out here, heat-checking shots. Who do you think is more valuable to the Suns, Chris Paul or Devin Booker? That's a tough question to answer, but I think CP3 as a floor general in the playoffs, that off the floor, it's tough. Booker's going to get his buckets either way, but I think controlling the offense, the value on defense – veteran leadership it's probably Chris Paul um but that's not to say he's necessarily a better player right. I just think maybe his absence is felt a little more I mean literally as soon as he fouled out like they Mayhem. they went on like a 10-0 run Jeez, like Finney Smith heat checks Luca no look passes into the middle of the paint undefended it was a, a slaughter on the way out safe to say those Dallas fans were, were eating good Mark Cuban. Um, but, you know, they defend the home court. You know, they, they say uh, the playoff series doesn't start until road team wins the game. Yep, yep. Um, and then Warriors spanked the Grizzlies last night. Yeah. Um, that's going to – I still think that could be a good series. Um, what I'm, what's starting to creep into my mind, though, is this possibility of the Warriors winning it all. Yeah. And just what would that do for – for Mr. Curry's, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that would be what? They're Curry's fourth. That'd be Curry's fourth, dude. Jeez, that's a lot of rings, man. No, yeah. I mean, t- I think the era, and I could be wrong. I, I could be very wrong, but um, the days of you know Jordan having six and Kobe having five, and uh, you know you have your Robert Orries, your Bill Russells, your you know all those people. Um, it's going to be tough to do that nowadays. I mean, a lot of those rings, not to disparage them, but especially the ones in the earlier days, there's less teams in the league, less overall talent. Like, if you win two rings. I mean, imagine a three-peat. Oh, my God. A three-peat. That, I can't even Hall, imagine. In, instant Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's, un, that's unbelievable. Because yeah. Lakers, Lakers were the last team to do that. Kobe and Shaq. Yeah. Because LeBron didn't do it. Warriors, Warriors didn't, do, didn't it. do it. They Both teams had opportunities to do it, though. So I guess that kind of spits in that argument because – in fairly recent days or years, there were teams that had the opportunity to do it. I mean, LeBron went to, what, eight straight finals, obviously with different teams. But um, no, but back to Curry. If, if he went four, it's impressive. I think, th- they're my, I think they'll come out of the West. That's what I personally think. I think that they are the best team standing at currently the way that they are. Not playing. RCs? Out west. Oh, okay. All out right, west. All right, yeah. All right. Out west. I think the Warriors are the best team remaining. Um, and yeah, if, if Mr. Curry gets four, that's 
There's already young. There's probably some people already who think that he's the goat. Is all I'm gonna say. But if he gets another one in a year where nobody was really talking about them, and because not to I guess keep hammering on it, but then the conversation. If I'm just saying, if he gets to four, the conversation becomes: Will he get five? It also. Um, I've heard so. This is not my direct argument, but if Steph Curry has four in what is supposed to be like LeBron's era, it hurts LeBron's case. Because if you look at when Jordan played, nobody else had more than like one or two. Two, the Rockets yeah. had two. No, yeah. I mean, it's obviously a, a multipolar league now with, with lots of different people who can win. But yeah, I mean, the, the winners are basketball and fans of basketball and, and you know people in the bay but the loser is probably lebron well that's the thing dude when they when the warriors were like kind of in their in their prime if for lack of a better word i hated them a lot just because i'm i don't really i, I tend to dislike people who win a lot yep. um and now that like they were kind of sucking i started to like steph curry clay was hurt felt some empathy for that never really liked draymond but jordan Poole's cool yep. andrew wiggins is cool yep. um i've always liked steve kerr but now that they're good again, and I kind of like them, I don't, I don't really know what to do with myself. No, I know. And um, on top of that, we, we almost forgot the, the other loser, Kevin Durant. Potentially. Okay, well, oh, yeah. yeah. He looks like an idiot right now. If they win. Yeah. But anyways, uh, so that's the NBA playoffs. We're trying to make it quick, running up on time. Um, another notable thing. Let me make sure it's still recording. Another notable thing. Oh, man, we have a shit ton here. Is that... No, we just have this, um, and then this. But... The NCAA is basically given the green light to sports betting. And what I mean by that is that they just said that they are going to allow colleges and athletic departments to sell player um, to sell player data to casinos. And I mean, because there are some sports books that take obviously college games now. How are they getting the data before? I don't know. I think what that means, though, is you know how, like, DraftKings is the official sponsor of, like, the Red Sox? Yeah. I think that basically means that, like, DraftKings is paying them all, not only for the sponsorship, but also, like, the play advanced player data. Right. I don't really know all the well that goes into that. But I think what will start happening is, like, sports books will now sponsor athletic teams. I mean, the winner of that is athletic department budgets. Power 5 schools is going to make a lot of money. And fans of gambling. Um Losers are people who care about integrity in sports, but I don't see this changing that, you know? I mean, the case, actually, what I will say, I, I'm speaking out of my ass here, but I would not be surprised if in within the next 20 years there was one big cheating scandal across a college sport. It's either going to be a combination of like NIL. Yep. <laughs> it's going to be some combination of NIL and sports betting. Yeah. Some team is going to collude to shave points or lose games or whatever. And they're going to make out like bandits. There's a lot of money to be made out there. But somebody's going to snitch. Some, oh, somebody within the circle. There's always somebody. Yep. The breakable one. There's one, there's one, uh, Weak there's link. one squeaky wheel. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, so that's kind of interesting. I bet on that though. I bet on it. All right. Yeah. Well, it's it's on it's on it's on the air. Yeah. Right. Um, and then last thing before we wrap up is that Diego Maradona, his game worn jersey during the Hand of God game where he had two goals, I believe it was during the World Cup, just sold at auction for nine point three million dollars. 
and that breaks the previous record for a game worn worn auction jer- game worn jersey auction that was 5.3 million for a game worn jersey by Babe Ruth. Yeah, I mean, um, worth it probably. Um, but it's always so funny, like those numbers. I feel like millions and billions get thrown around so often. I would just, I think it's important to put it into perspective. Like that's probably more money than a lot of schools used to operate. Perhaps even some hospitals. Well, well, dude, I have I have a bit of a theory. So obviously, the the digital collectible market kind of exploded over the summer with NFTs, yep. the apes, and all that. I feel like there's been a response. By the tangible collectible yep. market. Yeah, it's going to show. You know, like, we, we have value, too. We're here, too. Yeah. Um, I wonder how... When I think of those, too, I, I'm always curious how it's displayed. You know? <laughs> I know. Dude, it's I, not I mean, just it's probably some... Just, I, I bet it's in a glass case. Oh, it's probably in, like, a climate-controlled glass case. Yeah, I mean, is, the, is that even... I don't even know if it's signed. I just know it was game-worn. It's probably signed. At but, this point, maybe, right? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, so... I think that's all we got. Yeah, so I guess real quick. Um, oh, we got to talk about our, our added segment. So um, we'll just we'll limit it for time purposes, but uh, three teams, or four, I guess, if you want. Um, doesn't matter the sports. You get two jerseys from – actually, that's making it complicated. I guess I'll start. So C's, um, I would do like a Len Bias or something, even though he didn't really play. Um, or uh, Reggie Lewis. I feel like that'd be cool jerseys just to own. Yep, yep. Um, and uh, I'm going to ignore, like, the Bird era and, and that uh, team. But then after that, um, probably Rondo from the Big Three era. Um, if I had to do that before, I'd say Pierce. I that's kind of cheating. Um, but Pierce, Rondo, and then that inner thing when we kind of sucked, Jeff Green probably. And then uh, can't go wrong with IT for that other period. Actually, as opposed to IT, I would do Terry Rozier. And then I'll leave it at that because I guess it gets sort of modern. Interesting. Yep. It's not who I would have thought you'd pick. Yep. It was quite the assortment. Um, well, so I guess I'll go. I mean, granted. Okay. I'll do, I'm just going to start with when. The, let me just start with the big three era. Yep. So big three, one or two jerseys. I picked one per era, I guess. Okay, so I'll give me big three. Give me, give me, big three era, give me KG hmm? or James Posey. Ooh. I loved James Posey. Yeah. In between era, Gerald Wallace. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't I, guess that one. Or uh, that's a legendary jersey to have, though. Who else did they have during that time? I guess IT. I always hate uh, Crowder. Like, um, Avery Bradley. That's what I want. Avery I want Bradley. Avery Bradley. Jersey. Was Chris Humphreys? I think he was on that yeah, team. Yeah, he was part Sol- of that Sollinger. I actually watched a video the other day about like what the, about like broke down the whole Nets Celtics trade. What did? It was like a video, basically. Oh, it's yeah. Based how basically how we traded KG and Kevin yeah, Garnett yeah. for Jalen and Tatum. Yeah, I take that all day. But um, and then I don't know. Now, give, give me a Jalen Brown jersey. Yeah, I think Jalen's the jersey I get now. But um, good pod, man. Sweet. Is that an hour and a half? No, that's that in, that's in, uh, I think that's, it's not seconds, it's, what do they call four beats? Quartets. 
counts. Something like that. Counts? I don't, I don't know. know. So whatever that is, it's in beat. It's in every four beats that ticks up. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. it's meant for music. We'll leave that mystery. Right, all right. Have a, have a good week, everybody. Yep. Young fucks spitting at me. Young rappers getting at me. My nigga big, but think that this shit exactly.